All right, so it's me and Jake here. Here's Jake. Hello. And we have joining us today our friend Ricky. Hello. Oh my God, it smells so strong. Just smelling it, I think my, it's just, my insides are burning. It's oh, somewhere between like, gasoline and rubbing alcohol. And rubbing alcohol. Shot one. Uh, oh, oh wow. It wasn't no. bad at all. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Jacob, your experience? <laughs> No, my, my breath is hot. No, I don't want more. <laughs> All, right. All right, here we go. Is ready? Shot right. two. Oh, fuck. Jacobus, don't like it. Uh-oh. Don't talk to me. Oh. Shot, Shot three. three. Yeah, see, I thought it was going to be God, fuck. Oh. He's here. gagging. Oh, no. He needs more gummy bears. Uh. Don't throw up. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay, Ben? This is Three Shots In. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Whoa. What's up guys? This is Three Shots In. I am Jake. That is Jessica. I'm over here. She's over there. And tonight we have a special guest. We are being joined by our good friend Ricky Stoner. That's Ricky his real name. Stoner. Stoner is a name. last name, not a habit. It's true. Mm, agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, Ricky? well, not in Texas. <laughs> Maybe That's in true. California. Maybe in not... California. <laughs> you know. Do you want to? Do you want to introduce yourself real quick? Uh, Ten words or less. Ten words? Yeah. Yeah. Do it. All right, I gotta count because yep. I'm not gonna be able to do it in my head. Look, you have forfeited your right. <laughs> I will introduce Why, you please, now. Please, please. Uh, That's Ricky Stoner. <laughs> he lives on. He lives on a really nice piece of property uh, where there's a giant hole. All in all, the most important thing that you need to know is that Ricky is a homesteader. I know a lot of you will turn off the podcast after hearing that. <laughs> but it's it's true. It's what it's. I can't deny that. That was gross. I know. I love it. Jacob makes fun of the English language. And as someone who is a huge fan of it, I didn't care for that at all. I'm with Jacob on this one. Yeah. Gross. I, uh, I love it. No, but all in all, uh, Ricky was a good friend of ours uh, in California. Not anymore, though. No, uh, not anymore. Now, <laughs> now, he's a, now he's a decent friend. If, if I could take over. Ricky started out as a an extremely close friend to my, my husband, Terry. And uh, because of that... We are now close friends, and he is close friends with Jacob as well. That is true. Even though, how much older are you than me? <laughs> I don't think uh, that's relevant Okay, for right now, isn't it? Okay, it's fine. Uh, you did mention, I think back in episode, what was it, nine? I think it was. Oh, you, you mentioned numbers mean nothing to me. That's true. I have no idea. I, you are the youngest person that I hang out with on a regular basis, yes. and I'd like to set the record straight on that. It's 100% true. That yeah. It's just, <laughs> you're absolutely right on that. Yeah. yeah. Ricky's old. Ooh, I'm getting uh, a little. I'm getting a little tingle in my tummy. I'm still feeling nothing. Oh, I, I lost my lips. Fourth shot. I lost the lips. I may need a fourth shot. We're gonna get fucked up. Really? See, I feel you were, nothing. You were worried you were gonna feel sick. I literally feel nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing. I don't feel the pain's not even gone in my leg. But how long? How long has it been since you have had alcohol, though? Like legit, Here, straight up alcohol. You can pour it yourself because I'm not smelling that shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna give it another ten minutes, and if I still feel nothing, I'm doing a fourth shot. Okay. Right, no, that makes fair. sense. That makes sense. Tonight, we took shots of some moonshine provided by a person. Nino. Nino. That is my godfather in California. He, I'm not going to go into details, but all, this is from a backyard. All you need to and know. And it's very, very strong. It's not that strong. <laughs> now, I, I'll admit it smells extremely strong and it is, it's kind of misleading. You smelled the bottle. You apparently don't have a great sense of smell at the moment. I don't. 
I can attest that you smell the bottle, you smell the liquor as it sits in the shot glass. Uh, it's kind of rough. I really thought I was going to be miserable taking these shots. I wasn't. It was way easier than I thought it would be. It was easy for you. It was not that easy for Jacob. It was not. If you are at all curious as to how Jacob reacted in real time to taking shots of this moonshine, just go ahead and visit our profile on Instagram at three shots underscore podcast. And you can take a look at that video uh, because there is footage. Unfortunately, there is footage. (laughs) Uh, But thanks, Nino, for this very strong moonshine. Thank you, Nina. We appreciate it, and I love you. We're drinking gimlets tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did drink these on a past episode. Basically, just gin and lime and sugar. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. If you uh, maybe some of you know, if you add some club soda to it, it becomes a gin ricky, which is my drink. Yeah. Right. So, but uh, unfortunately, we had no club soda. We didn't have any. So this is just you got a gimlet, a ricky drinking gin. But we do have <laughs> a we have a ricky here. Yeah. So, so these are gin rickies. Sure. Ricky that's, gins. That's Ricky's gin. Yeah. There you go. I like it. Uh, that was kind of cringy. It's all right. We'll move on. We'll move on. No, that's what post editing is for. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. we'll get we'll get that in post. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Don't forget, email us comments, questions, hate mail, wheel ideas, topic ideas, anything you want. Fan mail at threeshotsin.com. Uh, I said anything you want. Please stick to those five. That Please was, that email was a wise us. Disclaimer. Please email us anything. I you really want. hope someone <laughs> listening paused it before you issued that disclaimer mm. and is now going to email you terrible <laughs> things. Yeah, I don't want to be emailed terrible things because I will open it and I don't want to. I'm going to sign you up for every spam list I can find. We are going to move on to the first wheel of the show. Let's spin Yay! that wheel. You know we what, Ricky? Are. Will you do the honors? Will you please spin the wheel? Uh, I Yeah. All right. Spin let's it go. with your long Here arms. Go. Here we go. Good job. Where did we Good land? Jo- that was perfect. All I, mean, right, I don't was- care if this gets edited out. That is not. <laughs> oh, it will be edited out. No one uh, will know. No one will hear what you have just dare said. You. Shame I'm on you, so sir. I'm so disappointed that. You're really, so it's been 10 minutes and you're really not feeling anything feel at nothing. all. You also, you have just physically, you have a larger body than us. Yeah. So maybe it's that. True. Not everything he has is larger. <laughs> just his body. <laughs> Ew, stop it. <laughs> no. Oh, all right. Gross. So before, before we jump into the thing, the yeah. wheel, I need to take a fourth shot. All right. So fourth shot for you. Fourth shot. You, Jacob, you enjoy me? I will not. You enjoy me, I, I will applaud you, sir. Okay. <laughs> so now this is four shots in. Yeah. Can we rename this uh, episode? Four shots in. We can rename this episode "Pompous Asshole" as a guest. Ooh. How do you like that? I like it. Saucy. <laughs> I like it so much. <laughs> Ironically, you spun the wheel, and it actually landed on a topic that was sent to us by your own brother. Oh, oh. This is say from, by, I thought you were going to say by me, and I was no. like, oh, I never wrote Which yeah. one? Which one is it? Uh, this is from TJ Stoner. They're both stoners. Uh, they're brothers that are stoners. That is their real last name. Uh, I feel like I already said that, but I'm going to say it again, just in case. Well, this I said last name, not a habit, which kind of verifies that, yes, it's true, adds a little humor in. You know, when you're listening to a podcast, usually you're in the middle of other things. Maybe they missed that. That's, I'm just gonna, I'm a, I will repeat it. All right, fine. It's my real last Thanks, name. Thanks, Jessica, See, for that. here's my driver's license. You're Very important. Yeah. Uh, all right. The worst slash best, you got to name two, worst slash best horror villains you'd like to be killed by. You would like to be killed horror by? Horror villains? Horror villains. We're I, talking- we're I talking. don't watch horror movies. Oh. I, I've oh, you're right, you never, don't. I, I mean, I'm 
I remember seeing a clip from Chucky as a child and I had mm. nightmares for months over a 30 second clip. Seriously? Seriously. Whoa. Chucky. It was the part where he's like stabbing the knife up through the car, like the seat in the car or something like that. Okay. And the lady's like jumping and, and everyone else in the room was laughing and I'm like, this is horrible. I think I was probably, <laughs> I want to say like five or six, but let's be real. It was probably like 10, 11 or 12. Like what? I was, I was almost in I saw high. my very first horror movie, authentic horror movie with like corn syrup blood uh, when I was four. Oh, I was young. I was six or seven when I watched The Exorcist. Ew, oh, wait, the was The fuck? Exorcist the one where the girl's head spins around? She spits out pea soup. Yeah. Yep. I've seen just clips of that. Yeah. Again, walked away. Ugh. Can't do it. Look, look, look. Uh, I would just like to point out Ricky can, in fact, handle his liquor. Apparently. But he is an utter bitch when it comes to movies. Oh, you're a I got you beat there. <laughs> right on that one. Wow. I no, seriously. I didn't know that. I knew there was, like, at some point you were like, oh, I'm just not a horror movie guy. Yeah, no. I didn't know that was, like, your whole life, though. Yeah. No, I, I saw the one scene from Chucky as a kid. Yeah. And... I've tried, like my sister loves horror movies, really into them, like everything right. from the super corny to like the, you know. Same here. Well done. And she's tried to get me into them. I can't do them. I have nightmares as an adult. Like if I see a horror movie, I have nightmares. That's fair. Respect. I just don't do it. So there are very few horror movie villains that I know. It's I know fine. isn't Jason, he's the guy with the hockey mask. You know, if you want. Nice. And then there's Good. Freddy Krueger has the knives for the hands. He does. Well, see, he's got I was, little knife What I was about fingers. to does mention. Scary Terry count from Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> so real quick, your clip from a horror movie that you can remember that scarred you, give you nightmares for forever. Was Chucky. Was Chucky. Uh -huh. Jacob's was the nightmare on a, a nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. I remember that story. Do you yeah. remember that story? In the laundry room? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm glad we all remember. I'm, I'm glad we all remember. That was, that was such, that was such a fun moment in my life. I will never forget. Mm. That I was in my garage working when I was listening to that episode mm -hmm. and I was laughing out loud. I had to stop working on what I was working on when I heard that story. I picture Jacob going, ah! I... Like, had I eaten dairy that night, I would have shit myself. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fact. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. If you want, you can just name. I, I don't see a problem in you just naming villains you are aware of. I think I just named the three I'm aware of. It doesn't have to be it's horror fine. movies is what I'm saying. Hold on, hold on. It's fine. Of those three, who is the best that you'd like to be killed by? And who is the worst? <laughs> That's such a weird fucking question. <laughs> does, does scary movie count? I know that was kind of a spoof. Uh, it, no, it was literally a spoof. But well, it, it was. I mean, but they did, have, they did have horror villains in it. That's true. So. People did die. So. No, I'm sorry. Scream. <gasps> Scream definitely counts. Oh, Scream, Scream counts. Scream counts. Definitely I've counts. seen Scream. I love Scream. It was because it was partially a spoof, but it was it's, also a legit horror. It's a film. horror comedy. Yeah, but they were making fun of themselves, yes. right, yes. as they were going. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Amazing, amazing movies. So Scream was the all four of them guy. All four of them. Amazing. So I've seen the first one. It's fine. That's, that's fine. It. That's the best one. So best and worst horror villain to be killed by. No, no, no. That you'd like to be killed by. That you that would like, like to be, be killed. killed. Yeah. That is how your brother phrased it. So. What do you think? If I'm going to be killed by someone, I'd probably rather it not be psychological in nature. And so I'm going to go with the scream 
villain because the actual like physical slasher. Yeah, yes. he just he just sprints at you and stabs. Yeah, he just and, 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 <laughs> it's it's like one and done. It's like hey, yeah. oh you're here ah, yeah. and, then, and then he like runs at you and stabs you. Like Chucky, that's some scary stuff that I don't even want to get near. Like no, Freddy Krueger invading my dreams. Hell no. Yeah, I got you. Mm-hmm. I have not seen any Chucky movies. I avoided them like the plague. At this point, it's not that doll. I'm. It's not that I'm still avoiding them. They it's suck. that I just I don't really care. They're horrible. But the very first horror film I ever saw, I just mentioned the very first horror film I ever saw that had actual corn syrup blood was in was when I was four years old, and that was a movie called Dolls. Oof. Dolls? Dolls. And it was about dolls coming to life and taking, like, seeking vengeance out upon the people who abused them. Nope. Uh, Question. When you were a child, did you go to grandma's house and think, hey, I want to watch a movie. What do I want to watch? Hey, this one's called Leprechaun. I like leprechauns. Those are cool. Let's put it in. And were you you then horrified? Yeah, no, I never thought that. My grandmother made me watch Golden Girls. <laughs> I, which I is another that. kind of horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, know. I, I also horror. I watched. Like I said, I think the very first like actual horror thing I watched was The Exorcist. Then it was Nightmare on Elm Street, and then it was Leprechaun. I cannot believe the very first horror movie you ever saw was The Exorcist. Yeah, that it was rough. fucked me up. The very it first time I saw yeah, it, that's I think, nightmare fuel no, right for there. real, it was. I think I was, when I first saw The Exorcist, how old was I? I was at least a tween. I think I was a Ew. teenager. That, that was a, gross. That's a weird word. Preteen? Yeah. Tween? No, tween is a weird word. Yeah, that was gross. Whatever. I was like 12 or 13 when I first saw it, I think. But I might have been older, I just can't remember. I just know I was fucked up when I saw it, initially. Uh, do you know... The best and worst horror movie villain that you would like to be killed by? To be killed by? Yeah. You got to be killed by him. Right. So um, I think I would want to be killed by the best one. The best one. The best one would be the like evil, weird, like death force from Final Destination. Death force? Mm, Because I don't know. Some of them suffered pretty bad. Some of them, but like you roll the dice and there's like a 75% chance you just like insta insta die. Yeah. Hold like on. is Final Destination the one where they escape death? Yes, and then yes. something else kills them because death, death, like death they, is they always around death. the corner. And so is now that death really a villain? I think so. Death. I'm yeah. inclined to agree with Ricky. You need to choose again. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> that right. was an easy answer. That was yeah. That's just oh death. I I want to be killed by death. That's like saying I want to die of natural causes. But Come that on. wasn't normal death. People still died normally without Final Destination being like whoa, like the scary music, and then they just like <laughs> boom, a bus hits them. Literally, your villain was described as scary music just now. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. I don't know about this. Uh, new rule to the game: it must be a physical person. Boom. Fuck. And, and this person must have a name. Person Ooh. or can it be a creature? Mm. I think that should be allowed. Creature? Would, is a creature a villain? Yeah, I mean, yeah, of okay, course. Okay, we didn't, Leprechaun. We didn't, we Leprechaun didn't say slasher would be a movie. We did say horror movie. So yes, it could be a creature, but it must have a physical body. That's a new rule. You have to be able to touch it. Damn. Yeah. Damn, damn, damn. It's, but okay. more importantly, it's got to be able to touch you. <laughs> I, don't so like, like, I don't like the way you phrase that. I'm going <laughs> to say, I'm going to say the worst just off the top of my head, the worst I can think of, so the not the best, is the uh-huh. alien. I already mentioned this in the last episode. It is the alien from Aliens, the Xenomorph. 
Oh, you don't is, want that. You don't want that tongue mouth coming no, at you. I don't is want, Aliens a horror movie? It is. It is. Oh, I've it's definitely sci- seen Aliens. It's sci-fi, but it's still no, horror. No, the second See, one count is more of an action. Yeah, more of a sci-fi action. Right. The first one is definitely definitely like a psychological yeah. thriller. No, definitely. Okay. Okay. Mm, if psychological thrillers are on the menu, my answer is going to change because I'm very much into psychological thrillers. Okay. I'm not into horror movies. Okay. So like Silence of the Lambs. Mm. That's yeah, a psychological no, thriller. I will count that. That's not a horror. Though. I count so you're it. saying you'd love to be killed by Hannibal Lecter? I didn't say that. I was just saying, <laughs> at least if I'm going to oh, die, I want to be, be put to no. good use. I am a farmer after you want, all. You want, Buffalo, you, <laughs> you want Buffalo Nothing Bill to get wasted. you. Nothing is wasted in a sandwich. Right? You want Buffalo Bill to get you. <laughs> no, definitely not Buffalo you Bill. You want to rub lotion on your body while he watches you from 15 feet up. It rubs the lotion on I'm its I'm not going to lie. That's better than some other alternatives. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, Jessica, we'll give it to you. Xenomorph. As your worst <laughs> horror villain. So anyway, worst the xenomorph because I don't want a giant like hand vagina to grasp my face and then implant eggs into my stomach and then yeah, have them that's pretty pop painful. out of you exactly. in an extremely that painful sounds way. extremely painful and slow. Right? I that that's the worst for sure, but the best. Like what kills people really fast? That's I know. What that's said. what I'm trying to think. Extremely fast because it's like angry and aggressive and yeah. doesn't care about torturing you. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't say like the typical horror movie people because like Jason torments you. He makes you feel afraid first. Right. But like what surprises you? And you said I can't use apparently the like creepy death force from Final Destination, which is what I wanted to say. Um, so I will say, fuck, I can't think of anything right now. I thought of more horror movies than you and I don't watch them. Yeah. I'm pretty I'm, no, upset I'm just, right now. It's the moonshine. It's like <laughs> stopping up my brain at the moment. Moonshine's not that bad. All right. Well, I'm going to go. Because you're not feeling shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> While you think about the best horror okay. villain that you'd like to be killed by. I'm going to hit you with both of mine. Okay. So the best, you ran over him. Actually, you mentioned him. Jason Voorhees. That's who I choose. I will Jason not is cho- the best? I yes, won't choose the him. Best. No. Well, listen, Jason Voorhees, I would say about half the time, you're dead in like half a second. Boom, you're done. He cuts your head off. He stabs you through the heart. He hits you so hard that you hit a tree and die. Yeah. I think, <laughs> but you're assuming you're a red shirt in these movies. I'm assuming that... Oh, I, not at the star, because if you're the star of the I'm movie, I'm not the star. I'm not the star. If you're the star of the movie, it's going to go on for at least no. 90 minutes. Look, we all know. We all know. <laughs> I'm the comedic relief. I die very first and very quickly. That's what happens to me. So I want to say, I, if I'm not the comedic relief, mm-hmm. then I'm the dude that's having sex in the middle of the forest, who again dies very quickly. <laughs> I think you're giving yourself a uh, lot of. Credit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this. But Jason Voorhees has killed someone like immediately post-coitus. Post-coitus. Immediately. I mean, like, which he, is respectful, what you're for. Respectfully, I he mean, hid under the bed and just like waited for them to be done. And then like, boom, spear right through the chest. That is respectful. Pervert. That is respectful. Right? I thought so too. But he uh, did. He did that. Okay. Well, that was my, that was who I chose. That was my best. The worst, easily jigsaw. Easily. Oh, oh, for sure. No, yeah. no, you're right. That's a good one. That's yeah. awful. Brutal. Brutal. Because I've you seen literally three quarters of Saw. You, <laughs> <laughs> you know that you're going to die. Yeah. And you Whoa. know, hold on, you know that in order to prevent yourself from dying, what you have to do is so brutal that most 
could not do it mm -hmm. before they die. Yeah, because he forces you to kill yourself. Basically. In the or, worst or way possible. Or to give up and die. Because what was it? There was the barbed wire or the razor wire guy that he made him climb through razor there wire was and the, got caught up. What is it? The chick who ended oh. up being his like his apprentice in the second movie. What? Yeah, or I the didn't third. See the second maybe movie. The, maybe I saw the three third. quarters of the first and, movie. I can't remember. And, no, I think remember, it was the second. Hold on. If you remember the first movie, Most she was it. she was the only one to survive. She had a bear trap on her head. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She stabbed the guy who was alive to get ripped him open. Took the key out of him. He was alive, by the way. Yes. Oh. She had to kill a man in order to get that key. And so she did. She got the key. Unlocked. It. I feel like that's not that bad. And though. it, the bear trap went off just as she removed it from her head. Right. Yes. So in the second movie, she's obsessed with that. Like it gave her this renewed like vigor for life she didn't have before. She totally that. respected him, obsessed. And in the second movie, she basically functions as like a plant in his next yes. set of games. And but she Maybe gets I have seen the second she one. Gets, that sounds really. The familiar. second one takes place in the house. In the second one, there's this it's really got a, notable. It's got one of the Wahlbergs oh, no. in it. I've seen the no, previews right. for He's the second one. He's the detective. Not Marky Mark, but the other His one, brother. the older brother. Yeah. In, in the second movie, yeah. hmm. she, she ends up in this really notable scene because it like, it, it really got under my skin. She's tossed into a pit full of used, uh, um, needles. Yeah. Hypodermic needles. And she has to dig through them to find one that has like a key attached to it. That sounds uncomfortable. Oh, it, it looked like it was, but I watched the making of it and that helped me later on. But uh, yeah, no, she's in it. Were they dulled needles? No, they were, they were like, yeah, actually literally dulled, but then they were attached to her skin with like stickers to ah. make it look like they were protruding mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah it was really cool. Brutal. Uh, Jessica, we have your worst. Do we have your best? No, I'm not ready. Ricky. Ricky's already named I did his. my best. I did not do the worst. <gasps> Who would be the worst? You can't steal mine. Of the few that I know, I would probably say Freddy Krueger. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's, because no, that's bad. nightmares, no I, I, I mean, he lives in your nightmares. I, yeah. There's no, there's like his entire game is mind games. Right. Yeah. And that freaks me out. For sure. Like mind games are not my thing. Mm -hmm. I can't do it. Okay. So Freddy Krueger or the lesser known Scary Terry. He would equally be yeah. as bad. There is a creature that has been stuck in my brain and I can't remember the name of it. It's like a bug and it has praying mantis arm blades and it swipes at people and cuts their heads in half. And I can't remember what it is. It's is from, that from Stormship? Like like Super Troopers? Starship Troopers? Starship, Starship Troopers. Troopers. Yeah. Maybe, Ooh, maybe. I think not that's what Super I, Troopers. Not <laughs> Super Troopers. <laughs> I think Starship that's what I'm troopers. thinking of. I would want to be killed by that because you get your head cut in half. You're just dead instantly and yeah. there's no pain at all. But that's not a horror movie, is no, it? No. Yes, it is. It's no. a sci-fi horror. That's a that's an action comedy. Yeah, it's an action comedy. No, yeah. it's not. It's not an action comedy. Definitely, it's not. Well, mm. I've seen Star Starship Troopers and it does not bother me in the slightest. That's that's my answer. I think that qualifies as the. Wow, you chose two very weak answers, Get Jessica. Fucked. I agree. That's my answer. Okay. I don't Whatever. even fucking care. Right. Whatever. Whatever. That's my answer. Did you name both of yours? I did. Okay, so we're done. Now, <laughs> normally at this point, we would move on to Jessica's story. You went first last time. Do you want me to go first this time? It would be you. I said normally. If oh. we use our ears, we would have heard that I said normally we would go to you. Right. I just don't respect the things you say most Maybe. of the time. But we're actually going to jump over to Ricky. Oh, good. You you said you you have you have researched three things that you would like to talk about. I'm going to give you the moment to talk about one of those right now. All right, I think I want to start. Uh, with and again, oh shit, we never announced what we're talking about this episode. <laughs> <laughs> hey gang. 
Hey, we're we're talking about the world of drugs. We are talking about drugs, and it's it's just infinite. Is it yeah. because my last name is Stoner? That's that we're exactly. About? Honestly, it was a it wasn't a suggestion. It was kind of a topic we had agreed on. Something that should be a topic beforehand. Sure. sure. We knew that we were going to have you on as the next guest, and right. then it just it, the irony was it just too worked sweet. Out. It was yeah. too good. We decided to have you on just for perfect. this episode. It's pretty I, perfect. I thought so too. Yeah. So the world of drugs, and Ricky has something that he would like to share. So I went ahead and Googled without. I'm entering a, wow, incognito mode. I'm super impressed Ooh, by that. Yeah, wow. that's right. I'm living on the edge. Yeah. Your FBI <laughs> agent is all over that. He's got a lot to chew on. I Googled drugs. Oof. And then, hold on, and then went to page 10 of the search results. You also, Ooh. at some point it, later on, you specifically Googled how to administer LSD, <laughs> if you recall. Well, I... Figured if I put the word administer in there, my FBI agent wouldn't think that I'm actually <laughs> using it. Because if I said how to do LSD, I well, feel like that's way worse. People that use LSD would never use the word administer. administer. Sure. Yeah. I right. agree. But at the same time, he's got some stuff to chew on at least. You know, it's agent. not a boring night. I like for to him. call him Fred. I, I mean, I feel it's a more personal, intimate relationship. I mean, he knows everything about me and I know nothing literally almost nothing about him. Well, you only use Google. Uh-huh. And for that, I'm sure your FBI agent is grateful. Yeah. Much more grateful than mine. Yeah, I'm going to make it easy on him. Right. I mean, dude's had a hard life. He's got three kids. I mean, it's it's rough. All right. Anyway, so I Googled drugs and I found six dangerous drugs you've never heard of. Oh, clickbait. Okay. Clickbait, right? Yeah, basically. Definitely. So I open it up feed. and sure enough, I have heard of one of the six. Oh. And it was number six, which was, hold on, crocodile. Do you know what crocodile I've, I've never is? heard of crocodile. I actually do know what crocodile is, yes. Crocodile is also known as croc. Oh, that's clever. Real creative Russians. <laughs> <laughs> it's also referred to as the poor man's heroin. See, the fact that I can still read well suggests that I'm I'm doing okay. Poor man's heroin because cheap doses supposedly impact users in similar ways to heroin. However, crocodile is commonly found in Russia and occasionally causes gangrene. Oh. Is it occasionally? I think it is. The drug is named after the cro- after the crocodiles because the leathery ripped up skin at the injection site resembles the skin of a large reptile. Yeah. That oh, seems unnecessary. Why God. would I just say a Damn. crocodile? Yeah. No, in my research, I, I read the exact same thing and I was like, Ugh. because every time I saw that little tidbit of information, like, oh, it's called this because at the injection site, blah, 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 it showed a photo of someone with like a gangrenous leg or arm. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, Ugh. it's disgusting. Yeah. Hold on. It is hydrochloric acid paint thinner, red phosphorus, and other deadly chemicals come together to rot your skin from the inside out. Crocodile's infamous for causing chunks of flesh to fall off around the injection site and eroding organs within the body. It's so disgusting. Only in Russia. Who the fuck is motivated to do this to their bodies? I don't know. Only Russia? And realistically, I can also just imagine people in Florida as well. Yeah. But like, how good is the high? (laughs) (laughs) It's considered one of the deadliest drugs in the world. 
It literally causes your body to begin decaying. That's what gangrene is, like but, essentially. Yeah. But how good is the high? <laughs> well, do we not have, good do we have enough. Testimony. Not good enough to lose your limbs over. Let's just put it this way: it's put in the mm. same category as heroin, but not as good. Uh, so you might go. as well just get some heroin. Exactly. Of course. All right. There we like, go. Come on. That's all I needed. We've also got this one was my other favorite. Number one on that list. That was number six. The only yeah. one I've heard of. Foxy methoxy. I've never. Ooh. I have never heard right? of that. I'd use that. Foxy methoxy. Yeah. What do we what got? It, yeah. Also known as dipped. D-I-P-T. <laughs> Foxy methoxy is a hallucinogenic drug that is known for its auditory. Oh. Yeah. Psychoactive effects. Fuck not that. Only, I know, right? Fuck I, that. I'm not gonna lie. I'm curious. Because I wonder what's going to happen anything, this time. Anything like you see is being created by your subconscious. Nope. And if subconsciously you're aware that right. what you're seeing isn't real, yes. what the fuck are you going to see? Right? Naked Kate Beckinsale. No. That's what I would subconsciously no. think no, about. The fuck, you would not see that. Uh, you unless would see... she had like demons coming out of her nipples or something. I mean, there's some <laughs> bad things that you can imagine. No, for real? I'm game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only going to give you one more to read. Okay, that's fair. You get one more. Sorry. Uh, Sorry. It's all your fault, but <laughs> he gets one more. So the other one is Cot. What? K-H-A-T. Okay. Also Cot. known as Quat, Quaid, or Arabian Tea. Oh. Interesting. I know. I thought that one sounded interesting. Yeah, I want some like, Arabian tea. I would, I would try some Arabian tea. Many believe that this drug influences terrorism. How do you feel oh, about it now, James? <laughs> <laughs> you terrorist. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cot is very common throughout the Middle East, where in some places it's as popular as coffee. Oh. So Weird. Starbucks in the Middle East serves a very different product. Maybe. Um, <laughs> All right, caught is either chewed, chewed, or consumed in liquid form, okay. much like coffee. It is chewed in liquid Ch form. It says chewed or consumed in liquid form. So I imagine it's a leaf. In fact, there's a picture of a leaf. Okay. On the well, yeah, image, it's a tea or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, many people ingest it in the morning before work, or a test, <laughs> or a test. To give a boost of energy and focus. This is sounding shockingly like my morning routine in college. <laughs> Others believe it is dangerous because it gives the, uner, the user a sense of invincibility. Yep, definitely college. Sounding which is, familiar. <laughs> which is why it is used by some terrorists before going out on a mission. The fact that they worded it as mission you concerns You know, the me. Vikings did something similar. Really? They would, they would take some kind of herb that would give them a sense of invincibility. They wouldn't worry beforehand about pain or death huh. and would, because their inhibitions were lowered, be less encumbered when they went into battle. It sounds like our Irish coffee. Right. Like you have the alcohol to right. lower your inhibitions, but coffee to amp you up. Yep. That's Irish coffee. All right. Uh, terrorist groups also profit from the manufacture, trafficking, and sale of cot. For example, the drug is one of the primary sources of funding for the infamous Al-Shabaab. Al-Shabaab? Are you struggling to pronounce it correctly? Well, I'm reading it and I don't read Middle Eastern oh my terrorist God. groups. Learn. I know. <laughs> <laughs> terrorist groups of Somalia. See, I said that one right. Okay. So there we go. That's the next one I read. I mean, I have more, okay. but oh, you only yep. gave me one more. So I was like, I was like, oh, we're done. But yep, yeah, no, no more. You only but gave that's me it. one. You know what? <laughs> Fuck that. Say the next one. Uh, 
Go ahead. I don't know. I'll cut that shit out. I don't know what to do right now. Do we're it. Gonna, we're going to hold because Jessica now has to talk. Guests this on the podcast. Jessica's moment. Don't like now. it when mom and dad fight. Ew. Don't yeah, that, that was fucking nasty. That was gross. Right. You're about to be kicked off the podcast. We're related. All right, guys. It's just you and me now. I'm a guest on this podcast and never really done podcasts before, but here we are. I'm not really sure what to say to you. I was going to read to you other drugs or things like that, but that just seems silly at this point. I do have to set the record straight on a couple of things. So Jacob has a thing about dipping things in a hummus and instead of, you know, he, he believes in the one dip or the chip turn where you, you sort of grab the part that you've already bitten. And so that way you're never dipping a possible saliva contaminated section of the chip into the hummus. And I did this each time. And each time I have to say, I watched Jacob's face, his eyes narrowed and his focus became fixed upon my finger holding a chip and in doing so only fed my need to mess with him. And so I would purposely dip as close to the edge of the bitten chip as possible when I dipped into the hummus. And, you know, maybe you don't remember this, but if you do, or if you, if you don't remember, Go back and listen to episode, I think it was four or five. I'll have to find out and maybe I'll get back to you. But I got to mess with Jacob and it was really fun. Uh, in case you don't know, this is being recorded during the COVID-19 quarantine. There we go. Let's continue on with the drug conversation. I don't think they're back from the bathroom yet. It is shocking that I am female and I pee faster than Jacob does. Yeah, seriously, what's he doing no, in he's, there? He's still pissing. He's not doing anything else. No. He's pissing and Maybe that's he it. just has the bladder the no. size of a basketball. No. And the urethra the size <laughs> of a mouse or something. Walking and moving was a bad choice. I feel so much more drunk. You're really affected by that moonshine then. Jessica, you finished your drink too. Yeah, my lips are gone. We have done our first wheel spin. We True. heard Ricky talk about True. rare drugs mm -hmm. or unheard of drugs. Now we're going to hear you talk about what? Drug cults. Ooh. Cults, cults themselves are scary sounding. Super weird. Yeah. Super weird. And the ones that I found are specifically fueled by drugs. Ooh. Now, of course, the most notorious of these drug cults are the Manson family led by the notorious Charles Manson in the 60s. He used drugs as well as sex to preach and manipulate young people into committing murder for him. See, I knew about the sex. I did not know about the drugs. LSD specifically. Oh, really? Acid. Oh, yeah. Because he gave it, people acid to get them to murder people? Specifically, he made them drop acid, and then he began to preach his like weird rantings about him being a reborn Christ and about an imminent like race huh. war on the verge. Wow. Yes. So he would let them take their drugs, sure. be definitely affected by them and then he would rant and they would believe him and be extremely devoted to him to the point that they committed terrible murders even after they came down off the high they were still super committed to him i i can only assume uh -huh. that either the answer is yes or they were taking drugs consistently enough that he was never worried you know about what would happen if they were off them this is why i don't take lsd when i talk to my cult leader that makes sense to me yeah so, I mean, I feel the same way. So anyway, lesser known and happening legitimately on the opposite side of the world in Australia. 
I specifically did some research into cult leaders of the same sort of genre, drug fueled, who are lesser known. The first of which, timeline wise, is okay. a woman named Anne Hamilton Byrne. Is this the Australian chick? She is Australian. The last name is Byrne. You'd probably be into her, Jacob. Oh, I know I would be. Oh, you would join that cult in a heartbeat. I'd be there so, in, yep. so quick. Yep. Her reign was between the 60s and 80s. And I will tell you now, she was a yoga instructor. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> no. Oh, shit. With you an see, Australian accent? You see, yep. before like I was in, now I'm all in. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit She's about- She's no longer operating though. No, mm, she has she has since died. But- Sorry. Anne Hamilton hyphen burn. All the good ones are either cult leaders or dead. <laughs> <laughs> she was a yoga instructor. And uh, during her prime, she held religious gatherings at the University of Melbourne with a, a physicist named Rainer Johnson. Mm -hmm. She created for herself a new religion- uh, as one which does. was a melding between Christianity mm -hmm. and Hinduism. Strange. Ooh, that's very strange. So isn't Hinduism polytheistic? Strange though it may sound. And they worship cows. She made it work, and through that, she began targeting and recruiting middle class families. Families? Families. Like people with children. People with children specifically, and she would meet them multiple times a week. That's now, weird. it is. And as time went by, she was able to convince these adults mm -hmm. to uh, <laughs> eventually. It's horrible, <laughs> isn't it? Quick, You're no, laughing at something terrible. It is actually awful. You covered your mouth like you didn't want to say I it. I didn't want to say <laughs> it. Oh, I was bad. glad that there was a fact I had to state before I got to it. So eventually, uh, dear Anne Hamilton hyphen burn claimed that she had a divine vision and she learned that she was actually Christ incarnate. Ah. Uh. She did. Yes. Which I'm sure you are all pleasantly surprised to hear. I'm really glad we finally found her. Now, because of that <laughs> vision and because she was a very, I'm sure, an extremely charming uh -huh. yoga instructor. Yeah. She was able to convince multiple parents of these families that I mentioned. Yeah. To sign over custody of their children <gasps> to her. Custody of their fucking children look, to her. Look, look, what? Yes. Stop, look, before you guys weigh in, Christ incarnate tells me that he <laughs> want, that they want me to, to sign over my children. You sign over your children. It's Christ. It's Christ. Uh, uh, and Ganesha, maybe? Is it mixed? Ganesh? Do you mean? No, no. it's Ganesha. Baba Ganesh. <laughs> Ganesha no, is Shiva? Isn't Shiva the six-armed lady of Hinduism? I don't think it's Shiva. I think it's Yeah, because Robin Williams did Kali. a bit on it, and he said, it's I'm going to bitch Kali. slap you like Shiva. It's Kali. Okay, He was Shiva also then? confused. No, I. she was, Shiva also, she was, was a my, queen. Shiva was my great-grandpa's dog, <laughs> actually. Oh. So, first, I will once again state her name, Anne Hamilton-Byrne. In Australia, uh, she would found a cult named the family. Okay. I mean, how can you go against something this called the family? This happened to begin around the same time that Charles Manson began. So it was not inspired by him. It was oh. happening at the exact same time. Mad respect. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, not really, but she would convince, <laughs> like I said, she would convince parents to sign over their children. She acquired 28 total children oh, via, shit. via illegal adoptions. 
Whoa. Wait, they would sign over custody, but they were illegal adoptions? Because they, they didn't follow policy. They just, I mean, I'm assuming it's like a haphazard like document hey, saying, hey, this kid. is no longer my kid. This is Christ's kid now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, maybe they had like an Australian version of like a notary public. Right. So that 20, just stamped that shit. 28 children she acquired by this very process. And she explained to these children that she was their new mom and that their former parents parents were actually... <laughs> yeah, let's, let's let you cough that shit out. God damn. I'm trying not God to laugh damn. over here. You 70-year-old smoker. You get it out. God. Okay, so as I mentioned, she acquired 28 children via illegal adoptions, convincing these parents that she was a better parent than them somehow. So well, she's Christ. So right, I mean that's true. So she told acquired all of, 28 children. She explained to all of these children that she was their new mother and that their former parents were now actually their aunts and uncles. <gasps> She changed their last names to her own and she raised them in an isolated lake house where they were all made to dress in identical clothing, dye their hair the same platinum blonde, okay? Because it just happened that very similar to Charles Manson, Anne also thought a race war was on the horizon. Her goal was to shape a master race. I'm not gonna lie, like- Careful. No, 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 (laughs) wrong in many ways, but that's smarter than Manson. She was thinking towards the future. Manson was thinking now. Right. That at least, like, she didn't, as far as I could tell, no actual murder was documented. Yeah. Okay, so what she did was less bad. Just child abuse. Look, I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying smarter (laughs) than Manson. That's that's fair. Right. I mean. Charles Manson, not Marilyn Manson. He's actually pretty smart. He's super smart. So good old Anne Hamilton hyphen burn. Anne Perkins. She required, acquired, she acquired 28 children. Uh You already know this. Sure. She forced them to dress in the exact same clothing, dyed dyed their their hair, all the exact same shade of blonde. Okay. She was apparently under the impression that a race war was imminent. And that is almost identical to Charles Manson, who believed the same thing. Uh, She... Her own personal goal was to shape a master race. And as a result of that, the children, the 28 children she acquired, were viciously beaten, injected with LSD, and, locked, and locked in dark rooms during what Anne called, quote, initiation rituals. Sounds about right. One child either managed to escape or was expelled from the family. And this child went immediately to the police. Anne was arrested in 1987. Oh, Anne was arrested. I thought you said and was <laughs> no. arrested. I was like, the child was arrested? A-N-N-E. Yeah. Australian police Dirty are rat. crazy. Right. <laughs> They're like, oh, you were a cult leader? Arrested. This is one cult leader who used drugs for her own means. It's pretty messed up. That is the point of my 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 excerpt, my story, my Did portion. Did she give the kids LSD or just the parents? She injected the children with LSD. That's messed Individually up. and locked them alone in dark rooms. You mean it wasn't tr- like a trip. group project thing? That, you know, it's almost like that makes it sound crueler. They weren't, there was no comfort of like the presence Numbers. of other people. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're not, we're not all doing LSD together. This is just you. I, I don't know enough about drugs to know what's more comforting to do it alone or to do I it know with other people. I know enough about drugs no that idea. you don't use psychedelics alone. As the only stoner in the room. <laughs> <laughs> 
I can tell you it's much worse to do it alone. Okay. Yeah, well, this is what she did. Psychedelics were not meant to be used alone. So moving on. This happened, like I said, between the 60s and 80s. It was mm-hmm. about 1987 okay. when Anne uh, Hamilton-Byrne was arrested officially. But this started way earlier than that. Now next up is a man named Archibald Mad Dog McCafferty. Best Mad name dog. ever. Really cool name. Super right? cool name. What was, okay. the, what was the last name? McCafferty. McCafferty. Because he was... Archibald McCafferty. He was a Scotland native. Oh, <gasps> shit. I was just going to say that sounds like a golfer. <laughs> He's in the movie Brave. He was right? born... That's, that's my Scottish accent. That was that was the gist of it. I mean, it's all right. He was born in Scotland, and he was apparently the leader of what became known as the Kill 7 Cult in Australia in the 70s. That's a cool-ass name. What's up with with Australia, man? Doesn't it sound really Kill Billy? Yes! Yeah. Yeah, it really does. It does. So he was born in Scotland. He grew up, allegedly, in an abusive home, and he showed signs of violence throughout his childhood, such as killing animals. We're all familiar with these signs from Uh, our readings. Hold on, hold on. I'm now... From various uh, documentaries. Oh, sure. Now we are... Now, Archibald Mad Dog McCafferty. Yes. The leader of the Kill 7 cult. Killer name, by the way. Which, yeah, I it's a dope thought name. the same Seriously. thing. Anyway, so he grew up in Scotland, allegedly, but eventually his parents moved him and themselves to Australia. They emigrated to Australia. So while he was there, of course, he was involved in a lot of trouble in and out of prison, and he created a cult slash gang with friends that he made over the course of many trips to prison over the course of his life. Mm-hmm. 1972, he gets married. And later, tragically, his wife would fall asleep while nursing their infant son, and she would accidentally suffocate him. Oh, wait, Jesus Christ. Wait, what? Yes. His like, wife would She would be smother him with her boob? In the middle... <laughs> Thank you, Ricky. You what a way to go. She was in oh the my middle. God, no, that's too dark. That's too dark. In the middle of nursing, their baby son would fall asleep, and because this is just kind of the situation they're in, they're not necessarily responsible people. She would roll over in her sleep on top of the baby. Oh my God! The baby then suffocated and died. Oh, you said for some reason I pictured it happening more than once. It was just this once. And it only took this once. Well, yeah, I mean, suffocating babies is pretty Archibald Mad Dog McCafferty. Not that I've tried. Became furious. (laughs) Can I move on with my story? Sorry. I'm sorry. So. I'll wait. We are very serious now. Super serial. The baby dies. (laughs) How did I know that was going to happen? That's why I paused. Archibald Mad Dog McCafferty became furious and he went on a bender during which he took heavy doses of PCP, which is a serious fucking drug. If you know anything about PCP. That's gnarly. Yeah, it was. During his bender, he heard the voice of his dead son encouraging his infant son, encouraging him, encouraging him to murder (gasps) seven people. Specific, very specific, suspiciously specific. That is why his cult became known as the Kill Seven Cult. We're back to the cool names. We're back to the really cool names. Now, Mad Dog, Uh based off of these, now he is aware hallucinations. Question Was his name Mad Dog before or after 
the killings. That is it a good was question. known as, he was known as Mad Dog before. Really? Yes. That makes this story way cooler. Continue. Mad Dog believed that after these seven deaths, his son encouraged him to enact he could then resurrect his infant son. Oh. Wait, by killing the seven people? By killing seven <gasps> people. He would sacrifice seven lives and then his infant son would be resurrected and returned to him. That's fucked up. Did it work? <laughs> uh, Let's find I'm out. Not, I'm not going to lie. If I thought that to be true, I'd do the exact same thing. Oh, yeah. High on PCP, uh-huh. Mad Dog rounded up his buddies who were all also high on PCP. It's a very large gathering of PCP users. And they then called themselves the Kill 7 cult. Yeah, I didn't know they all hung out. That's they, some straight Kill Bill stuff right there. They did. So their first mm. two murders, successful murders, two murders were two men. The first was strangled and stabbed to death by Mad Dog himself. The okay. second was executed, shot in the back of the head over his son's grave. Oh, that's ooh, that's in poor taste. Are you sure he didn't shoot himself in the back of the head twice? I promise. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> Nothing. Continue. We can't talk I about don't... politics. The Kill 7 cult's third kill was lured in by two female members of the gang pretending to hitchhike. They shot this victim in the head twice and planned on taking this dead man's car to Mad Dog's now ex-wife's house to murder her as well as her parents. Oh, he divorced his wife. Yes. Yeah, when did he divorce her? Damn. I mean, that After must After she have... smothered After, her infant yeah. with, his, with her boot? Yes. God, it's so bad. Yes, it is wow, awful so and tragic, and there's just there is there is no silver lining whatsoever. Which brings me to my next point: don't do LSD. No, please That's do not. That's a great point. Please, Super good point. Please don't do that. I'd just like to make that known. So, a member of the Kill Seven cult became extremely paranoid that he would become Mad Dog's seventh kill, and so yeah, that's a solid fear to have. Well, but well, then they would be known as the. This, what was it? This, the Killer 7? What were they called? The Kill 7 cult. They, they had they to kill the, seven people. It had nothing to do with... Six it had didn't no, matter no, who was in the cult. It had nothing to do with the number of people in the cult. Okay. Only the number of people they killed. Okay. It wasn't the Killer 7 cult. And it turned out... It was out, the Kill 7. Mm, right. And it, it turned, turned out, out that his beliefs were substantiated. Ooh. Oh, Mad, shit. Mad Dog identified him very quickly as the weakest of the group. Mm. And take out the weakest predicted lead. to the other gr- other group members that he would be the one to go to the cops. And so he was. <gasps> he went to the cops, became very paranoid that he would be the seventh kill. And he was right. He went to the police and he ended Mad Dog's rampage. So he never got to seven? Never Bastard. got to seven. He never resurrected his son. I was going to say, he never got a chance to see if he was right. Right. Damn. This is a tragedy. Now Mad Dog has Kinda. Mad Dog has served his time and is currently living in Scotland. Wait, he's alive right he now? He is alive and living in Scotland. I'm a little nervous about being on this podcast all of a sudden. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. When you say served his time, you mean that he was released from prison? He has been released from prison since. Oh. He's out and about. Wait, how long did he serve for killing six people? I don't know, man. Australia must be must much more forgiving than America. I mean, Wow. He finished his sentence, was well, told he couldn't continue living in Australia, so he moved back to his home. Was land, he also told he was wasn't Scotland. allowed to kill anyone else? Because that guys, feels like a very. He went back to Scotland, and I'm telling you now, he didn't hold to that. He definitely murdered more people. <gasps> now, the very last addition <gasps> to my segment is a, a boy, actually. Oh. Not 
a legal adult. Wait, so we're just leaving the fact that there's a killer running loose? There is a killer running around in Scotland right now. I'm really uncomfortable now. He is alive and he could be listening to you right now. My very last drug cult leader yes. is not an adult, but a child. Oh, yeah, what? we heard that. Part. Barely. 17 oh, year 17. old. Oh, well, okay. All what right. country? America. Oh, he is a child then. I 100% expect you to say Sweden. I don't know why. Long. I, <laughs> I don't know why either. Huh. I was expecting UK. Ricky Casso and the Knights of the Black Circle. Oh, his name is Ricky. In Long Island, New York in the 80s. Knights of the Black Circle. Mm-hmm. That sounds That's like a dope. 17-year-old created a cult leader. Or cult. Call me 17 because I'd join it. That's for I that know you joke. will be shocked to learn that he was a big fan of heavy metal and Ozzy Osbourne in his prime. It's pretty dope. Ricky Casso, believe it or not, actually grew up in a very nice little suburb in Long Island. As did I. His and father is Ricky. His father taught history and coached football at the local high school. My dad coached football. I think that might have been school. the first sentence I've ever heard in my life that had really nice and Long Island in the same place. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Casso had been described by people in his life as, quote, a model student and young athlete, unquote. But by the time he was in junior high, Casso would enter the world of drugs and petty crime, dub himself the Acid King, and oh. begin dabbling in satanic worship. Oh, God. Wow. Major turn. <laughs> Serious turn. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Super, super sharp 180. Model student, acid king. I think we were taking a serious turn here. Now. I mean, acid king, that's fucking cool. I, I mean, that's I'm a not great saying, name. I'm not saying it's not cool. I'm just saying violent Look, turn. Not condoned, not three shots that approved, but goddamn if that isn't cool. During this time, during junior high, Casso was arrested for digging up an old colonial gravesite and stealing human bones. Like oh, you God. A classmate is quoted claiming that Casso would, quote, go to cemeteries and hang out, smoke 10 bags of angel dust, and try to get in touch with the devil, unquote. Wait, wait, how much is in a bag? I have no I, clue. You, you gotta assume it's a lot. I mean, too much to start. There's look, 10 look, look. of them, whatever it is. Everything you've said has guaranteed me that this guy is cool as fuck. Really? There's like, oh yeah. I mean, if you're if you're <laughs> looking through Ricky, if you're it? looking through uh, a, if you are looking through a Quentin Tarantino lens, yes, he's solid. In 1984, another teen by the name of Gary Lowers stole drugs off of the acid king while he was passed out. Oh, you don't steal from the acid you king. You don't steal from the acid king. Big mistake. Big oh. mistake. Huge. Okay. So thank you. <laughs> so <laughs> nicely massive. done. So, thank you. so when Casso realized that Lowers had stolen drugs off of him while he was unconscious, he and two friends, all of them high on acid, or LSD, lured Lauer into a nearby forest where they demanded at knife point that he strip and profess his love to Satan. What? That is not the direction I thought the story this was, was going. Yeah, like this was three very big turns in the story. Oh, yes. Now, Lauer refused. So, so they- Casso beat Lauer, stabbed him multiple times in the abdomen and face, gouged out his eyes, (gasps) and he and the other two boys dragged Lauer's body further into the woods and hit it. Oh, God. Australia's metal. This is New York. Oh. This is Long Island, homie. We're out of Australia. We're in Long Island. Gosh, dang it. I'm having trouble keeping up with the A sweet little suburb in Long Island, actually. Wow. Casso 
was very proud of what he'd done. So he bragged about this murder at school oh, no! and even took other students out into the woods to view Lauer's body. And soon so he someone, wasn't, yeah, he wasn't the sharpest. Right, of criminals. right, right, right. So someone reported him and soon he was arrested along with the boys involved in the murder. He was no Manson. He was no burn. No, he, he was, was 17. He was 17. He was warming up. Right. Just never got a chance to hit his prime. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Dude, that technically, is technically technically Manson never killed. Really? Himself. Technically. Really? He never got blood on his own hands. Huh. But yeah, that is uh, of the of the I mean I Damn. mentioned Manson very briefly, but there were only 3 leaders I had to talk about. That was the third one. So. Two out of 3 were in Australia though. Yep. Yeah, I'm never going Damn. there. I don't think I would have ever thought that drug cults would be talked on this show. I'm I'm surprised now that I never thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> but beforehand, drug cult? Mm-hmm. Would have never thought. Uh, I think with that, we need to go on break. Right. Because number one, I need to pee again. There's a cherry turnover right here. Number and two, it's staring right at me. Jessica's got to eat her very, very high calorie cherry turnover. Ooh. And number Why did you have to say that first? <laughs> and number three. Wow. Ricky's got to eat a bowl of Cheerios. I'm so excited about these. These are three Cheerios. very important things. They were numbered one, two, three, but they're all very equal. Like my tummy is empty and growling and Ew, full of alcohol. You said tummy. And? Congratulations on looking so great in your mint colored shirt. Wear it forever. This anyway. is blue. Aww. No. Sorry, I'm out of breath. I was just fighting my dog. <laughs> <laughs> She's got more energy than me. <laughs> yep. Boy, and a lot less body fat. <laughs> <laughs> what is <the> body fat? <laughs> He's got the strongest mustache in Hollywood. My mind's telling me no. But my body's. My body's telling me yes. For you and you. Yep. Mm. Roseanne Barr. Okay. Or Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, God damn. You gotta pick one. I Roseanne. already, I already Roseanne. know. I would say Roseanne See? too Roseanne. because. Oh, I have one. For Chris, you? Christopher Walken or Anthony Hopkins. Oh. You have to pick one. Christopher Walken. Anthony Same. Hopkins. No, I say Christopher Walken. Anthony Hopkins would be super gentle and everything. Yeah. But like, I feel like Christopher Walken would be Why? More, more creative and Are fun. Are you squirming away from my dick? I see it, but <laughs> I would over though. just a snatch. <laughs> <laughs> Indiana Jones. Oh. Or Bruce Willis in uh, Die Hard. Indiana Jones. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. How? Absolutely. Why? Because he's he, diehard. He's wearing a wife beater. He's sweaty. He's just, he doesn't give a fuck. Covered he's in just blood. going to town. He doesn't care that I'm in pain. Oh God, no. Diehard Bruce Willis. He would, he would, he would make, like if I, if I was absolutely lucky, he'd spit. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Did About. Natalie Portman make a rap video? Yeah. All right. We are back from break. And it's time for the second wheel spin. Boom.
All right. And it looks like the wheel landed on something that we talked about during the break almost. Uh, fuck, Mary kill. Ooh, fun. So how we're going to do this, okay? Wait, because who is Mary kill? Hold on. Okay. <laughs> who is that? Uh, how we're going to do this is I will name three people. Okay. You will each decide as to who you would fuck, Mary kill. It will move on to the next we're going to go clockwise. Jessica will go next. She okay. will name three. We mean you will decide. Then you will go and you will name three. Okay. Uh, so I will go first. All right. Fuck, Mary kill. Sarah Jessica Parker. Okay. Shannon Doherty. Gwyneth Paltrow. I will marry. Those Sarah, are your options. I will marry Sarah Jessica pa- Parker. Uh-huh. I will have coital relations with um, Gwyneth Paltrow. And oh. I will kill Shannon Doherty. Oh, damn. I got to kill someone. That's true. I, there's no option. I have to kill one of the three. That's true. That's my choice. That was part of the game. I don't know Shannon Do- what is, What's her name? Doherty. Doherty. Look her it's, up. It's she was in Dorothy. She was in nine hundred two one zero. She was in Charmed. That's all I know her from. Look her up. She's very Snow White looking, super pale, dark hair. Gwyneth Paltrow, Shannon Dorothy, Sarah Jessica Parker. Mm-hmm. In that order. I need you to say it. Fuck Mary Kill. Yep. What did you I would say? also kill Shannon Doherty. <laughs> no, I said uh, kill Sarah Jessica Parker. Okay. I don't know why her horse face <laughs> is so off-putting to me that I wouldn't want to have anything to do with her where I had to look at her for any extended period of time. Okay. I've never watched anything with her in it. Makes sense. Hmm. Um, and then I think Gwyneth Paltrow and Sarah, I just, Sarah Doherty? Shannon Doherty. Shannon Doherty. I just don't know anything other than vagina candles. I don't know much about either one of them. So it's fine. Make your choice. Either one of them is could go in either slot. But you have to choose (laughs) right now. (laughs) I see what you did there. But which slot will you enter once (laughs) and which slot will you enter forever? For the rest of your life. Uh, Probably Gwyneth Paltrow once because she... Ooh, careful. Careful. You're going to marry Shannon Doherty? I don't know anything about her. She's the only one I don't know. That's that's her perfect marriage. I think is someone who has no prior knowledge of her. Uh Oh, is she terrible or something? It doesn't matter. The choice was already made. No. What have I done? You decided late. What have I done? It's too late. What am I going to tell my parents? (laughs) (laughs) A parallel universe. Ricky Stoner has married Shannon Doherty right now. Is she crazy or something? Who knows? Jessica. I know nothing about her. Jessica. Yes. It is your turn. Fuck, marry, kill, take all the time that you need. For the two of you to answer. Mm -hmm. James Franco. Oh, Seth Rogen. Ooh. Seth Green. James Franco, Seth Rogen, Seth Green. Mm-hmm. Seth Rogen, kill. I would marry Seth Green. I would also marry Seth Green. And who did, what's the last one? Who does that leave? James Franco. One night of <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> uh, I stand by my answer. Jacob. I will marry James Franco. <laughs> I, I will, I will fuck Seth Rogen and I will kill Seth Green. <gasps> oh my God. That's so strange to me. You would yeah. kill Seth Green? Yeah, I'd kill Seth He'd Green. He'd be so much fun. My life? I feel like Seth Green would be really fun. Yeah. I feel, look, look, look. I mean, I didn't, look, legit, look, I didn't, he'd be like half your size. Jessica, but I still. didn't say. So is most people. So is, so is your wife. I so. didn't say that killing Seth Green would be easy. <laughs> <laughs> but it would, it's a choice that needs to be made. 
Wow, that means Ricky, it's your turn. Ricky, okay, fuck Mary Kill. Let's hear three. Uh, Tom Hanks. Okay. Bill Murray. <gasps> wow. Oh yeah, that's right. That's a hard decision. I went straight for difficult. <laughs> straight for the gusto. <laughs> and uh, David Spade. Oh God! Oh, Kill David easy. Spade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, David Spade is dead. <laughs> David Spade is so dead. <laughs> Kill David Spade. Uh, he was I, dead even before this game. So I, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna marry Bill Murray and I will fuck Tom Hanks and I will, <laughs> I will I will kill David Spade like three times. Exact same answer. I will marry Bill Murray. Yeah. And I will have one beautiful night with Tom Hanks. I feel like Bill Murray would be a really nice guy to be married to. Yeah. Right? Same. Definitely. Now, yeah. it's nothing and against David Spade. I just, I got to kill one. Look, it's not going to be Tom sure. Hanks or Bill Murray. You no. decided way too quick on David Spade to play that You said card. Tom Listen. Hanks and Bill Murray. Listen. They're like universally loved. Opposite to Seth Green, killing David Spade would be easy. Hand me something. Don't hand me something. Easy. Dead. Strangle him with Seth, your bare hands? Uh, really? doesn't, doesn't give a shit. Okay. I don't know that I could strangle Seth Green. I'm going to need a gun for Seth Green. No, I could, I'm, but I'm, I don't I'm know gonna that. I'm going to need him looking away from me. I don't know that. <laughs> I could strangle him, but David I don't. David Spade could look me dead in the eyes while I kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> wow. wow. I think we're well past our I wheel. I think we're well past It is that time wheel. for your segment. It oh, is. but first, but first. But first. Your second segment. Ricky. My second segment? Yeah. yeah. You got a second little moment here to speak about a topic. Uh, moment. So I had two and yeah. one is more history based. And I feel like if I get any of it wrong, Jacob is going to just rake me over the coals. Probably. Jacob really likes history. I know. I know that about you. However, I'm 60% confident in my ability to portray this. That's accurately. a risk I take. Yeah, right? Uh-huh. I mean, that's better than you get on roulette. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I'd take that. I mean, that, with that odds. logic. Okay. So, go we're going to go with uh the Chinese Opium Wars. Uh-huh. Of which there were two. And it's not even so much that well, I have a ton of information. I just think it's really messed up the way they happened. <laughs> so opium was introduced to China by the British in order to trade for tea and coffee. Really, it was tea. And then when China was like, yeah, we're not going to do that anymore. Like, we're going to, we don't like selling to you. The British Empire smuggled opium into the country to get the entire population to be addicted, addicted to opium, addicted to opium. And the government was like, yeah, we don't want this anymore. And the British Empire was like, we don't care. We're going to do it anyway. And basically enslaved and reduced the entire population of China's ability to function correctly by getting them addicted to opium so that they could have tea delivered. The Brits love their tea. Don't ever underestimate how much they love how do you their think, tea. How do you think we got that ginseng, homie? You think we got it because China was friendly? No, was we it, got it because China was addicted was it, to opium. Was it Super the, was addicted. It, was it the Boston, Boston Cappuccino Party? No. You know it what wasn't. it was? It was the Boston Tea Party. However, I will say, but prior to tea, it was coffee. And the only reason they switched from coffee to tea is because they couldn't get... It was the, I think they were getting coffee from Africa. Mm-hmm. They couldn't get them addic- addicted to opium. And so they switched to tea. They could not get coffee in. And so they switched to drinking tea because they had a caffeine addiction. But yeah, Which, I just think that is 
super a super messed up, often overlooked part. It of is history. It is overlooked. Definitely overlooked. People people like, like to shit on uh, historical empires, mm-hmm. but they surprisingly never talk about the British Empire, which was just as bad as the rest. Terrible. I am glad that Jessica brought up Columbia. Oh, good. Yeah. Because my story happens to do with a Colombian. Lay it on me. By the name of Griselda Blanco. Griselda. Do you know that name? No. Uh, Griselda Blanco. You should know that name. That sounds very familiar to me. It does. Could she be the godmother? La Madrina. Yes. That is correct. The godmother. Is there a TV show? (laughs) No. No. No, there isn't. Just historical account of her crimes. Keep going. She's specifically known as the the cocaine godmother. Go on. Oh, yeah, I know. So, 1943, Colombia, Griselda Blanco was born, and her family moved her when she was young, two, three years old, to Medellin. Does that sound familiar? Medellin? Yes, it does. As in the Medellin cartel that Pablo Escobar ran? Ah, okay, Ah, there we go. go. Tigers. There we go. What? Okay. <laughs> or no, hippos. That's what it was. Okay. Uh, and she grew up in Medellin. At the age of 11, allegedly, uh, she kidnapped, ransomed, and shot a child from a high-end neighborhood in Medellin. Uh, Whoa. Yeah, oh. allegedly. Aim okay. for the stars. She became a successful pickpocket by the age of 13. Wait, back up. When did she shoot the child? Oh, we're going back to that. Uh, allegedly shot the child. Okay. She was 11. So we're child? working in order from youngest, <laughs> youngest to oldest, and we started with kidnapping and shooting a child. We started with alleged kidnap, ransom, and shooting of children. I mean, singular. Everybody child. needs a real something they're really good at in the world. Yeah, she clearly found her thing very early on. Child killing. Yeah, she was. She was just good. crime in general. Crime. Like crime. the fact that he's saying allegedly, and and we're talking about her now. Suggest she was pretty good at it. Okay. Carry on. Yeah. Wow. So at the age of 16, she ran away from home. That seems like a lot lesser crime. Less, very lesser. Where, even more lesser, uh, she made her living looting until she was about 20. Okay. So kind of scavenging. Yeah. You know, probably pickpocketing still. When I think looting, I think like waiting for a natural disaster. That's what looting typically means is that like a location is left unattended. Sure. So looting in. might mean, might translate different or the Spanish word might translate different. Okay. I don't know. But theft. She, she was a looter. Was At least. Was probably petty robbery, whatnot. Okay. But then she was 20 and she realized that she had the brains to make a lot more money. Mm. Okay. You don't become the godmother by looting and pickpocketing and ransoming and shooting children. No, you do not. So Blanco, she began developing bras and girdles. Okay. Okay. I, I feel that is not the direction I thought the story was headed. That could hide drugs. There it is. <laughs> in them <laughs> to ah. be smuggled into the United States. Everything is coming together in there a way. There we go. That yep. makes go. sense. Yep. The yes. crime didn't stop. <laughs> uh, and she made a significant amount of cash this way. Okay. okay. Uh, Wait, like selling the bras and girdles or wearing them and smuggling? No, no, no. She was not a smuggler. Okay. She would, she produced these bras and girdles that women would wear mm-hmm. and that the Medellin cartel would use to smuggle drugs into the United States. Oh, so she was a supplier of undergarments for a cartel. Possibly. Allegedly. At least, at least the females who wanted to smuggle drugs. Okay. okay. Allegedly, yes. Okay. 
All right. And this Hold on. is her rise to power from kidnapping and shooting children. Got it. Alleged kidnapping and shooting. Why did she leave the room? In the early 70s. Okay, so she's about late 20s, early 30s. Early 70s, she moves to Queens, New York, where she immediately set up a large-scale operation to smuggle and distribute cocaine. So, wow. So I'm 36. Uh-huh. And I feel like I've done quite a few things in my life. <laughs> and yet I hear stories like this and I can't help but feel incredibly lazy. Oh, you probably are. Like, what am I doing with my life compared like, to Griselda? Did you even think about smuggling drugs? I, I got to be honest with you. It's never crossed my mind. You're close. You're small. You're, you're not, small minded. You're not aiming for the stars. Yeah. Seriously. Anywho, the DEA was very much onto her <laughs> and they began monitoring, monitoring her movements setting up a large scale operation. I mean, she's young. She how would she not, how would she see that coming without uh, experience? And in 1975, the DEA intercepted 150 kilograms of cocaine in one shipment. And because okay. I'm American, that's a lot. That's a significant <laughs> amount, <laughs> amount of cocaine. Uh, it's like several Ziploc bags full, right? At least a few. Okay. There's, there's at least 12 bags. Like a lot of sandwich <laughs> baggies, probably. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Blanco, as well as 30 of her partners, were indicted on federal drug conspiracy charges. Uh, Wait. Yeah. All okay. good things must come to an end. They must. Especially. Except before she was arrested, Blanco fled back to Colombia. The plot thickens. <laughs> plot thickens. They couldn't catch her. She was gone. She was in Colombia before in the a, indictments went out. She's in the wind. Wow. She knew her shipment didn't make it. Wow. Yeah. She was on it. She, dude, you don't set up a large scale operation no, without, you, some, you without some security measures. You do not. I feel really, I'm feeling more lazy and disappointed with myself the further into the story you get. You Same. should be. I'm also disappointed in you. Because after she fled to Colombia, she went back into the United States, this time setting up in Miami, Florida, if you didn't get that. Ballsy. Right? Wow. She went right back. Of she's, all the just like, she's like, oh, you want to indict me? Later. Of all the Miamis, that was the last one I expected. I know. Who would have guessed that a cocaine smuggler would be in Miami? <laughs> <laughs> Not me. Uh, and coincidentally, her move to Miami, and I realize this will sound redundant, coincided with a large crime. We're going to put quotes around this epidemic in Miami. Hmm. Involving hundreds and hundreds of murders yearly. How weird. Strange. Yeah. Odd even. <laughs> That's what I would say. Uh, the large-scale drug-related violence has been dubbed the Miami Drug War. Hmm. Okay. You know, if, you, if you haven't heard about that. That uh, it <laughs> apparently started very shortly after her Late 70s, her early arrival. 80s. Her arrival. Yeah. You yes. know, that, that does ring a bell. I have seen bad boys uh, several times. Uh -huh. And oh, everything so you, you're saying is so starting you know to make everything. sense. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you already know the whole thing then. Yeah, I know, I know the rest of this. Uh, you know, I, I can go like- I thought this was an interesting up. fact. During this time, uh, cocaine was actually being trafficked into the United States more than marijuana was. There was more cocaine than marijuana in the United States. I thought that was interesting and fun. Well, we can grow marijuana, but we have a harder time growing cocaine. Well, you can't grow it. You got to make it. You, you can grow cocaine leaves. Yeah. And then you make it into cocaine. Like you pour some gasoline and you have some native stomp on it. And then you, concrete. 
Yeah. Battery acid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the basics. <laughs> and then you just drain it all out all and the, dehydrate it all into that cocaine. All the healthy, organic, and vegan stuff. Yeah. You know. I want to start a custom line of organic cocaine. Sorry. <laughs> uh, the favored form of murder that was ordered allegedly by Blanco. <laughs> 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 Just jumping straight back into this. Uh, sh- that, <laughs> the favored form of murder that was ordered allegedly okay, by Blanco was motorcycle drive-by shootings. <laughs> that sounds very, very Floridian. <laughs> Again, allegedly. Can't prove it. Okay. Like uh, when you have enough variation in your murders to have a favored one. Yeah. This one's my favorite. This one's my favorite. It, inv- it involves yeah. Italians on Vespas. Uh, and it, it earned them a name. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Blanco and her, we'll call them business associates. Sure. Were, were known as the cocaine cowboys. That's not as cool as the Knights of the Black Circle. Not. Yeah. Or, or the Kill Seven Cult. The Kill Seven yeah. Cult. Yeah, but that is cool. More notorious. I'm the cocaine sure. cowboys were. Cocaine at least I'm, I'm sure of at least that. Listen, listen. Okay. You're judging them, but no. you don't realize that Blanco's cocaine distribution network brought in $80 million. How old was she at this point? Per month. Oh, what? Oh. $80 million? $80 million per month. Wow, Some I'm in the wrong very business. very quick math tells me that's very close to a billion a year. Okay. Damn. Nope. Um, very close. Oh, Eight, yeah. 10, 800 million plus 160, $960 million per year. Uh, that's close to a billion, in my opinion. That's pretty close. <laughs> what would you even do with that money? Uh... I mean, you can't spend it all on cocaine because you already own it all. That's what I'm saying. Like, I could get high as fuck and there'd still be so much left and I don't think I could even think of what to spend it all on. In fact, Blanco's net worth was thought to be around $2 billion. Wow. $2 billion. Matthew McConaughey isn't even worth $2 billion. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably correct. Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie, neither are worth $2 billion. So the gold standard, just to be clear, <laughs> when looking at drug dealers' net worth- Is Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right. Needless to say. Toby Aguirre. How dare you? We don't, <laughs> we don't say his name. He's like definitely close, but like not quite a billion dollars in net worth. <laughs> He's nowhere near. Okay. <laughs> Needless to say, uh, Blanco's major success led to led to rivals not being down with it. Right. I get it. There's other something there's, there's not other, that chill look, is happening in Florida. <laughs> other people are trying to smuggle in cocaine. Okay. How she's cor- bitch, she's cornered the market. Bitch is monopolizing. They can't have that. So needless to say, they put hits out on her. Whoa. Yeah. Understandable. Many of them actually. Okay. Many, many of them. Multiple many hits, hits is what you're saying. Were put out on Griselda Blanco. I'm, I'm curious. Just how does one put out a hit? Um, you go. Like, there's no internet at no, this point. No, no, no. There's, there's like, you know, like, there's like job boards. The at special like the YMCA. Little, yeah. Sure. Well, I know there's like the only. I guess the only real experience I have with this is Assassin's Creed. Right. Yeah. Where Where's you that? go to the little message board in the center of right. town. No, yeah, well, you, got, you see, you, you got can, doves that because, fly yeah. around. Because yeah. of the time, you know, because of the 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 time 
you know, technology wise, it really wasn't that long ago. You could print out hard copies and, you know, put them up at the local boys and girls club. Um, you could also go online and actually there, were, there, there were was forums. no internet in, in the late seventies. It's true. I so. mean, not that you know of. How would you know? You weren't there. Actually, sorry. This was the early 80s, but there was still no internet. I was there in the early 80s. I can confirm. I don't think you remember, though, (laughs) exactly what happened. Because I remember when the internet came out. You were right. But that was when it was released to the public, to the normies. Oh, you're right. All of the cocaine addicts. (laughs) Yeah. Way before me. (laughs) If your net worth was $2 billion, you might have had access to internet before the public. That's true. That's true. How do you know? So either way, I'm just saying. I'm just saying she may have had some kind of other unique access to people who were down to kill for her for a certain amount of money. Of no, money. no, no. People who of were money. willing to kill her. Remember, this was the hit put out on her. Well, there you go. The many hits. The, the many several. Hits. Yeah. So many boys and girls club clubs. There were so many had- boys and girls clubs that had these flyers up <laughs> that it led to her fleeing to California. Uh, okay, opposite side of the country. She no longer felt safe in Florida. So she fled to California. I can't imagine anyone not feeling safe in Florida. <laughs> what yeah. with all the alligators and apparently drug Tweak- dealers. Tweakers. Sorry, you said drug dealers. She was a drug lord. Yeah, that's true. Uh, unfortunately for Blanco, in 1985, she was arrested in Irvine, California. That is unfortunate. By the DEA. So strange. That and is was a place, held That is without, a place we have physically been. Yes, and she was held without bail. Can't Understandably. With a $2 billion net worth, Mm -hmm. there's no bail you could place on her. She couldn't pay. But unfortunately for the DEA, $2.1 billion. That's true. Unfortunately, shut the Unfortunately for the (laughs) DEA, this did not stop Blanco from continuing to run her very lucrative business. From prison? From prison. That makes sense though. Uh, They arrested her and stopped nothing. Well, see that, but that's just it. Like even to start with, it's not like she was running everything. She was paying other people to do it for her. And then they arrest her because they're like, no, you're the source of all this. And she's like, okay, great. Can I still make phone calls? You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to pay for them. Great. How, she's like, how she's could like, she afford them? She, she's like, checking her pockets. I think I'll find a way. Right. Wow. All right. Wow. So she was indicted with drug charges as well as murder charges. Why? Oh, okay. Because I, the 11 year old? There was alleged, alleged <laughs> murders that okay. she was accused of. Okay. Right. But after mistakes were made, the murder charges fell through Ooh. and she was just. Wait, were the, were the uh, witnesses suicided? I don't have that information. I don't even know the definition of that word. What do suicided? You mean? What does that mean? Well, it's when you really upset one of the. On her drug charges, Blanco was sentenced to 15 years in prison. What? <laughs> That's it? 15 that is years it. is it? Yeah. Wait, what about the murder charges? Mistakes were made. Oh, the charges right. were dropped. <gasps> Ew, that's, uh, that sucks. I know. After nine years in prison, yeah, she was transported to Florida oh. where three new murder charges were brought against her. Wait, but yes. she had been in prison for nine years? She had been in prison for nine years, but they now had three new murder charges because a former hitman for Blanco turned state's mm. witness. He was a rat. Providing all the information needed to put Blanco oh. away. Damn. Forever. That's right. Wow. That's right. Can't trust a hitman these days. Seriously. However, the former hitman became romantically involved with the secretary at the Florida State Attorney's Office. Shut up. Uh, making him an uncredible witness. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Whoops. So... 
fearing that the kid that the charges would be completely dropped, they gave her a deal and Blanco took it. She accepted a plea deal for the three murders and was sentenced to 10 years in prison. Damn. Where she's still just, fucking I, living the high life, <laughs> making her phone calls, running her business. I would love to see, like be a fly on the wall for the meeting where that secretary had to be brought into her boss and be like, listen. He was, he was really charming. Listen, that hitman really knew how to hit it, if you know what I mean. <laughs> he murdered something, all right. Listen, we're gonna have to let you go. <laughs> uh, and then in 2004, Blanco was released from prison and deported to Colombia. Uh, back to Colombia. She Columbia. was sent back to Colombia. Where she did so terribly before? Where she wasn't seen again until 2012. Okay, we're getting closer to now. We Eight are. years ago. And I'm getting more nervous about talking we about are. this. On- this is why I said you should have definitely heard of Griselda Blanco because this was big news. Okay. This is how I heard of her. But don't follow the news. On September 3rd, 2012, two gunmen on motorcycles. There we go. Shot and killed Griselda Blanco when she was exiting a butcher shop. Two to the chest, one to the head. The cocaine cowboys got her. They got her. What? By her own allegedly favored (laughs) murder technique. Wait, but why? Who would have killed her? Who knows? So many people. Like, can you even ask that question? Yeah, like. How, you're asking, you're confused about how many enemies a drug lord in the cocaine industry could have amassed? Yeah, but with that kind of net worth, wouldn't she just pay off a whole bunch of people to protect her and stuff? Who knows? She went to prison for a while, about 24 years. Yeah, but I feel like if, you know, you make some wise investments with your $2 billion. Who knows? Now, just so you know. Hold on, there's there's more I have here. Okay, go ahead. This is obviously her story has ended. Okay. But I thought these were very, very interesting facts about her. Conservative estimates hold Blanco responsible for 40 murders. That's not a small number. It's not a small number. Those are conservative, conservative numbers. But most believe that it was well higher than 200. Oh! Oops. Being in the, the drug industry. I'm not super shocked by that. True. true. Yeah, I guess that's true. true. You lived in both Colombia and Florida and you did well. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, they do believe that she shot and killed her husband mm. again, allegedly no proof. Some other fun facts. Catherine Zeta Jones portrayed Blanco in a 2018 lifetime drama mm-hmm. <laughs> called the cocaine godmother. Mm-hmm. And Jennifer Lopez is set to star as Blanco in an HBO film about her life. Uh, so I have, believe They're giving not, her far more credit than she deserves. I've, I've seen pictures of Blanco. Catherine Zeta-Jones and Jennifer Lopez are far hotter than she is. <laughs> she looks rough. Now that's yeah. not to say, cause I read a little bit about her also out of just plain curiosity one time. Like, you know, you just, you kind yeah. of find yourself doing that. You're like, oh wow, that article looks interesting and it leads you to another and another. I read about her. She was known because she was fully aware, believe it or not, of how how exactly how powerful she was and what saying no to her could mean for you. She would invite people she found even remotely attractive to her home, would have like 20 people off to the side, just kind of like having an orgy. And she would force those people to join in at like gunpoint. Whoa. She could do whatever she wanted, man. What were you going to do? I mean, when you're worth $2 billion and you run a drug empire. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's... The last fun fact about Griselda Blanco. But wait, there's more. (laughs) She truly embraced her title as the godmother because she named her youngest son 
Michael Corleone Blanco. Nice. I thought that was like one of the most interesting things about her. She knew people called her the godmother and she was like, yeah, fuck it. I am. <laughs> My son is named Michael Corleone. Wow. Yeah. There you have it. That was the story of Griselda Blanco. Now, mind you, a lot of that was cut out for time because there's some, I mean, we can do whole episodes based on like just the Miami drug wars. Right. <laughs> but I could do a whole episode on bad boys one and two. And now with a third one coming just around the corner. I think it's out. I thought I'm, it was already out. I'm pretty out. sure it is already on TV. You can watch it on demand right now. Are you, are you about to leave us to go watch? No, I just, a, just a two curious. hour and 15 minute terrible movie. Just curious if you're right. I think we're going to move on to the third and final wheel spin. Oh, there's a wheel. You know, there. you're, you're still the guest. Do you want to spin it one, one last, last time? time? Go on, yeah. stretch, stretch your enormous your, gumby arms all the way over here and spin over. this wheel. Oh, he's got his finger on it and. Ow! <laughs> Wow, you really hand on the table after I spun the wheel. You You really went for it. (laughs) You ready here first, folks? We are not liable for any injuries. (laughs) (laughs) You spin wheel lies. Ow! (laughs) That's the highest pitched I've ever heard you. (laughs) Okay, uh, the wheel spin was my last dream was. Mine's a little embarrassing. Mine's dark. Mine's weird. I like, not dark, am but creepy. A very regular dreamer. I'm not. Same. I dream more than I poop. <laughs> like I'm really regular. Ooh, no, I dream as much as I poop. So I like, okay. Many- See, I poop. I poop very often, and I recall dreams very, very minimally. Seldom. Yeah. I will. I will have three to seven dreams a night incredibly vivid. Like I've lived out weeks of time at night and I wake up and I'm confused as to the date <laughs> and to what's happening around me. I'm not joking. Like I've, that's a very regular thing. For Same. Me to happen. Yes. But as far happened. as having dreams where not only are they vivid, but much time passes. Yes. I have them, but they're more rare. No, that it's is not a often. incredibly common occurrence for yeah. me. Well, I, I will have incredibly vivid, mm-hmm. detailed, time-passing dreams. Yeah. I have had very strange, very vivid, very dark nightmares specifically Super that dark. in the dream went on for months. Yeah. That involved Jacob that were super vivid, that were dark as hell. Do you ever involved. wake up like super pissed off at someone who Crying. literally did nothing to you? Yes. Like actually Mm -hmm. emotional. I've had those. Yeah. However, my most recent dream was not even close to as interesting as that. The the most recent one I can remember, I remember I had one, I had two last night that lasted at least two or three weeks. I don't remember what they were, but the last one I remember. Yeah. It's gotta be that one. Whichever it was you remember. Which I think was three days ago. I was, I think I was on a boat and my daughter had been kidnapped and I couldn't find her. Will like like Liam Neeson style? Uh, no. It was more like if the movie Titanic mm. had a kidnapping subplot. <laughs> I don't know where you are, but I know you're on this ship. <laughs> yeah, sounds like a far better movie, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. It was as if that like, but but I wasn't. What's his face? Leonardo DiCaprio 
Or Liam Neeson, apparently. Or Liam Neeson. You were I, Philip Seymour Hoffman? Sure. <laughs> I was I was a, a middle-aged pudgy man. Is that different? No, never mind. Sounds ex- oh. That's just hurtful. Oh. <laughs> Ouch. Um, anyway, I was looking for her on a boat, and I would not consider myself pudgy, but in the dream... I was definitely like not able to handle the weight that I was carrying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there was what a lot a of weird guilt. detail. There was a lot of guilt associated with how much I was eating from yeah. the cruise liner. Right. No, no, none of that happened. No, I was just I was looking for her, and it was one of those moments like you know that if for anyone who's a parent who's listening, the moment where you turn around in a crowd and you can't see your child. That like. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. It was that, but I was told. Like, hey, when we get off at the next port, like she's going with the other children to like be part of this thing. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, all right, that makes sense. And so we get off at the port and I'm looking everywhere for her. And I'm like, hey, she's supposed to be part of the children's program, whatever. Like they're not there. And like, no, 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 she got, she's like doing activities on shore. And so I get off the boat. I go on shore. I'm looking everywhere for her. I can't find her. Like, no, 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 she's part of this program, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right. For some reason they were like, they were playing paintball or something like that. And I'm like, she's nine, not interested in paintball. Like, no, 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 all the kids are doing it. I'm like, cool. So I end up like following her and I can't find her. I can't find her. And they're like, oh, we put them all on this like tram that mm-hmm. takes them to a different part of this island. And for, for some reason, I'm like, I got to get on that tram. Like I need to get on it. Before now, that was, you were very, very reasonable. Oh yeah, no. And then out of nowhere, you're like, I need to be on that train. I know this tram. This goes pear shaped real fast. So here's where (laughs) it gets weird. I get on the tram and I'm doing a straight, much more like, I wouldn't say Liam Neeson. I would say Mission Impossible Tom Cruise. Oh. But a lot less douchey and there's Ah. way less pigeons. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, So I jump on the top of this train and I look inside and there's like children in the train, but they're in cages. <gasps> like there's all these children in cages and I'm freaking out. And I'm like, I need to rescue these kids. And I jump in the train and I like, I'm like, hey kids, what are you doing? They're like, hey, you can't be here. And I set them all free. We jump off the train. And then I wake up to the smell of crackling bacon because my daughter was making breakfast. That's the oh, I, dream. legit. I was waiting for you to say a George Foreman gr- a George grill Foreman was grill. at your bedside. I really wish that was the case. So, all right, all right. My dream, as I yeah. said, far less interesting, but like kind of messed up, and I felt kind of guilty in the dream. Uh, it was as though Terry and I didn't work out in like a Michael Scott and Holly fashion. Okay. I, you know, snagged onto a career or had some kind of opportunity that took me on to one state, and he had to remain in a separate state. And there was no telling how long that would last. We just knew. That's what we wanted. So we split up and we didn't actually stay together in the dream. Then come like maybe a year or two later, uh, I'm going to like a barbecue that dad is having. Wait, uh-huh. like a year passed in your dream? Yeah. Isn't that weird? But it's not like I watched the time go by. It's sure. that like I You're blink like you and now, aware that a it, year now this by. much time has passed. Yeah. Yeah. So this much time has gone by. I know that the man I'm looking at in my dream is someone I have been on several dates with, but someone I'm not serious about dating. We're not, he's not my boyfriend, but I have gone out to dinner with him several times. 
uh, and there's some holiday happening and dad's having a barbecue and I invite this dude and I'm like, or he invites himself kind of, it's like, no, I'm not really doing anything. Do you care if I like hang out with you? And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm going to be at my dad's. Is that a problem? And he's like, no, that's cool. So he comes with me and I come to find out from dad that Terry will be there. And I'm Mm. like, oh, typical dad. All right. So I ask dad, does he know I'm bringing someone? He says, no, you didn't tell me until until I uh, I had already invited him. And similar to dad in real life, that's kind of a cop out saying like, no, well, I but I don't see any reason to tell him now. I'm like, okay, cool. So I show up. Does that need to be cut? (laughs) Nope. He will hear these words. He'll understand it. So I show up with another dude and Terry is there. But when I get there, he's not visible. So I'm like, oh shit, like I don't see him, but like where can he be? Oh, I thought you meant like Terry was invisible. No, 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 no. no. I'm I'm like, I am scanning (laughs) the the party. From the movie Ghost. (laughs) I'm like Terminator scanning the party and like analyzing each individual and like, yeah, d- there's no Terrence at this party. So I'm like, okay, shit. Well, maybe he won't come. That that could be a good thing. That could be a bad thing. I don't know. I really wanted to see him. But at the same time, I brought this dude. And so I'm like, I go to serve myself some food. And then I hear Terry's voice. This dude is like, hey, you know, uh, I'm in the middle of, you know, having a conversation with these guys way over there on the other side of the party. I'll, Let's get that I'm one more time. Be- was that like a hey or was it like a hey? Hey, I'm going to be over there having a conversation with my friends. I'm really glad we clarified because this just, this just created so much more imagery for me. Yeah. 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 That really, really draws the scene together. Yeah. So he's like, uh, Hey, is it cool if I have a conversation with these guys at the, the other side of the room? And I'm like, yeah, no, that's, that's tight. You, you do what you got to do. I'm hungry though. I'm going to serve myself a plate. And he's like, okay. All right. Yeah. You, you do what you got to do. And so the guy I brought leaves. And so I'm setting myself a plate and grabbing some, you know, various barbecue style foods, putting them on my plate. And I hear Terry's voice and I turn around and I'm like, oh shit, Terry's here. And I'm immediately like, mm. Mm. you know what I mean? Oh yeah. And, uh. <laughs> and so I see Terry and he immediately notices me and approaches me. And I'm like, oh God, what's going to happen? By the way, that was just like a hypothetical question in my mind. In my mind, I already know exactly what's going to happen. And I feel really bad for the guy who went to go talk to the other guys, the guy that I brought. And so I'm like, oh no. Terry comes and he comes to talk to me. We have this like awesome conversation. We're laughing. He's like, uh, hey, so there's nobody sitting at that table. You want to sit down with me? And I'm like, um, yeah, I do. And then the guy on the other side of the room, he finds me and he sits down and he's like, Oh, Hey, who's this? And I'm like, Oh, this is Terry. And he's like, Oh fuck. (laughs) 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 The Terry who you dated, who you like talked about marrying. And I'm like, yeah, this is that Terry. And he's like, Oh damn. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Really nice to meet you. And Terry is like, yeah, no, nice to meet you too. And then immediately, because at this point in my dream, for some reason, it's still like mid Marine Corps enlisted Terry. Uh huh. So he's like really rude to this guy. That and just, just doesn't sound like keeps Terry talking to me, <laughs> keeps talking to me as though this man doesn't exist. And uh, it, yeah, it ended up being that this guy kind of like got the hint as to what was going on, left the party, 
left me with Terry and eventually by the end of the party, me and Terry have reunited. The guy you had been on several dates with several just dates. was like, oh, I guess I'm out. Yeah. And, was, and just left. Oh, I guess that's it. <laughs> I mean, that was, that was super chill. <laughs> Damn. I just deleted Tinder. <laughs> seems like a really laid back guy. Now I got to re-download it. <laughs> God, I really got to update my Tinder profile. I'm going to talk about my dream. So, like I said, you guys, I apparently have the most undetailed dreams ever. Kay. In fact, it is so rare for me to remember dreams. The only reason I remember this dream is because I woke up so freaked out. It was weird. So. But your room is also haunted. So My room is haunted. Okay. So. That makes me feel real good. I was drinking like I normally do. In the dream? In the dream I was drinking. Uh, actually, the night before I was drinking too. Yep. I remember. So both. I was there. Yep. Both things. Cool. So in my dream, I'm drinking, having a good time, getting like really drunk and then going to bed. And I was like, yeah, we're going to call it a night. And I go, I'm, I'm going to bed. I lay down, close my eyes and my eyes are closed, but I feel my body moving. Okay. Like I feel like I'm walking around, but I, I, I know I'm in my bed and I'm confused. And so I open my eyes and I'm just, I'm just like lifelessly walking. Right. But I'm, I'm in an area that I, I don't recognize. I'm walking. I, it's like, I'm zombie walking. Yeah. It's like, I'm walking, like, imagine like you had a door that led like into your garage Okay. Mm -hmm. But then there's also a, there's also like a pathway that leads over to where like stairs go up. And so you're walking like underneath stairs maybe. Okay. And then there's a door underneath the stairs okay. that go into an even like, like deeper room in this house. I'm assuming like the basement maybe. Sure. And I'm walking, mind you, never seen a house like this. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. I've never been here. Never sure. seen a house, never seen a place like this. And so I'm walking and I'm heading to that door and I stop. I like my, I like realize like, why am I here? And I stop and I'm like, I, I need to leave. It was pitch black. And I'm like, why didn't I turn on any lights? Like, this is weird. And so I, I turn and I go to walk away and I'm very drunk and I'm stumbling and having a very hard time getting back. I walked here. No problem. Now I have, I'm having difficulty taking every step yeah. and I'm like wobbling and barely making it. And I, I get over and I, there's a light switch. And so I go to turn the light on and I trip and I'm like, oh shit, it's happening. Right? Like there's no stopping it. I know I'm drunk. I know I'm going to fall. It's <laughs> happening. I'm falling. And then I stop like midair, midair. Oh, and I'm, I'm just hanging. That's weird. And I'm looking down like what is I'm, I'm my feet were on the ground, but my chest and my body was like two feet away from the floor. And I had. I don't know if you know this. I don't have the core strength to do that. Really? Yeah. So you're being held up. I'm being held up. And I, I feel weight pressing on my like chest rib cage area. Like I'm being held. Okay. And I'm sitting there and I'm looking down like, what the fuck? And then I start moving and I hear footsteps and I'm being dragged towards that like understairs room where that, that door is. Ugh. How did it feel being dragged? It, I don't know. It was, I was very, I, like I said, in my dream, calm. I was very drunk. It was just, it was very slow moving and I was being dragged and I, I was trying to like grip to like pull myself away. And when I did, it was just, I, I, I couldn't, I was just, it was being like tugged then. Yeah. And I was being like pulled back into this thing. And then the door like to that weird room opens and as it opened and we were walking into it, me and whoever was literally dragging and carrying me, mm -hmm. I woke up and I woke up panicked 
and like jumped out of bed and was like, who the fuck is about to get stabbed? Cause I did, I have, I sleep with a knife in my bed. <laughs> and so I woke up and pulled my knife and was like, who the fuck is about to get fucked up right now? God forbid Dean like wanders into your room in a stupor instead of mine and is like, go Jacob. Jacob. I have to poop. Jacob, I have to poop. Well, I didn't, I didn't just, I didn't just like out of nowhere start slicing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, I started blasting. <laughs> like that didn't happen, but I woke up, knife got pulled and I was, I was ready to, to see who Shame the fuck somebody. was trying to drag yeah. me into this creepy room. And so there was no one there. When you first started getting like dragged, yeah, your weight was being supported. Uh-huh. You weren't just like being drug across the floor and it was uncomfortable or whatever. No, I was, it's like, I was like almost floating, but my right. feet were on the floor. Right. And my feet were being dragged like backwards. Mm -hmm. Were you calm? No, I was, I was very much not chill. Trying to fight against something. Yes. Not that. And I, I recall, I recall the sound of like metal, like dragging also. This is why I don't watch horror movies. Yeah. That right there. Uh, thanks for listening. Unfortunately for you, I'm tired as shit. I'm super tired. Yeah. Also, I'm actually, not even remotely drunk anymore. I'm super. Oh, no. I am. I'm proud of you. You fine. made it fully through the entire recording. I, I remember. I mean, I felt a little bit. You, you, got, I think the equivalent of what would be buzz. Right. You got a good buzz. It's just, and it died off. And it quick. is completely gone now. Right. I feel 100%. I still don't fine. feel my lips. My lips have been gone really? for hours now. Mm -hmm. But see, that's, that was hours ago. That's another thing, though. Like we feel tipsy, like we get that buzz much sooner, but it maintains at that like really nice yeah, level. We ride that wave. See, I just sort of went like straight up the roller coaster and then straight down. You even felt like a little dizzy at one point. Well, look, it's a good thing that you don't have a podcast called Three Shots In because that would be a dull podcast it for you. Super, it would be super dull. Well, yeah. it wouldn't be three shots in. It'd be like eight shots in with Ricky Stoner. <laughs> <laughs> eight shots in and I'm going to continue drinking. Yeah. Hey, welcome hey. to eight shots in. Wow. Ricky Every time Stoner. I say a word with the letter E in it, I take a shot. Yeah. That'd Exciting be, uh, that'd news. Be good. That was yeah. the shot take. It would just be the sound of me drinking the whole <laughs> podcast. What's that AS, you pass ASMR out. stuff? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Ew, with rubbing your beard against the microphone. Ew. Ew. It's, why'd you say ew? <laughs> because I'm unsettled by the sound in my own ears. I've never heard my beard rub against anything with that level of clarity. Uh, it is pretty clear. What about my beard? See, for some reason, that's less unsettling. What about my bare chin? Stop! With, with only peach fuzz on it. Almost nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks I've for had, listening. I've had a lot of fun. Thank yeah, you all thanks for, for having being me. here, Ricky. This, this, is, was, this has been very It's a great time. It was a lot of fun, I actually. I, I had, oh, I had I a lot it. of fun. And guess what? What? Just to top everything off. Yeah. Terry will be making us a bomb ass breakfast Heck in the morning. To the yes. Yeah. And he's going to make it like, it will be slightly more disgusting, but it's for you. He's making everything gluten free. You know, to those of you who are listening, thank you so much for tuning in, uh, especially those of you who tuned into our uh, Instagram live earlier today and yesterday. Yep. I had a blast tonight. Me uh, too. Yeah. So thank you guys for tuning in, listening to us talk about, you know, drugs. Drugs. De dragos. Um, and uh, this was episode 13. 
Don't yeah, name I wrote numbers. I wrote down thirteen, but I don't know how I don't know how true that is. I've been listening to you guys long enough to know <laughs> that the numbers you announce at any point during the show <laughs> probably mean not literally accurate. nothing. It's like the points and whose line is it anyway? They just don't a- mean anyway. Anything. The yeah. last the last episode you heard, all I know is the last episode you heard was probably about aliens, and this one was about the drugs. Wait, no, it wasn't. So, yes, it was. Was it? See, we didn't, again, we didn't talk about aliens yesterday again. Oh shit. This has been episode 13, probably, The World of Drugs. It doesn't have a title yet, but it will when it comes out, and you'll know it when you click it. Thanks for being here, Ricky. Yeah, thanks for having me. And this has been Three Shots In. And put the out- outro music right now. Boom, 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 boom. Outro music. There it is. Super exciting. That's the break no, that's music. The break that's the break music. Oh, that's right. That's, that's elevator the, music. That's the break music. You don't you don't outro with with elevator music. No, you outro with Why? like some some like. It's something like that. All right, that's cool. I can hear it now. Ooh, yeah, that sounds really good. Like oh, hold that. on. You got a, a face. You got a saxophone. Hold on. Maybe what? Like this. Hey, are you still listening? Like, can you just turn off this episode? Seriously, you should not be listening at this point. We're just rambling. No, I thought they would have left by now. Honestly, we've been rambling for like an hour and forty-five minutes at least. Oh my God! Outro music. Bye. Bye. Bye.